Hey y'all, and welcome to Culture Cult, where we are one podcast with 197 countries to explore stories, history, and music from. I'm your host, Marie, and this week we're doing travel stories. So that's when you send in your best travel stories to be read aloud, and we hear from guests on their very best travel stories also. So send in your favorite travel stories to our email, culturecultshow at gmail.com. So here joining me today is a reoccurring guest. He's on our very first guest of our podcast. He was on the Belize episode. It is our friend, Kyle Sococho. Why, hello there. He's here. Nice to be here. You're technically our only guest at this point. So people don't know anyone else besides you. Well, I uh, I feel honored to be the only guest. Yeah. Bar's pretty high for you. Bar's pretty high. Yeah, guest. yeah. <laughs> so we're here to tell some stories that we've experienced together, but also... Do you have anything you want to add on maybe your end of stories that you want to tell before we get into ours? Well, funny you should mention that. In my life, I've had the absolute joy, pleasure, and honor of being a visitor of many different countries all over Asia and Europe. There's one story that comes to mind, and it was actually when we were in London. We had went for quite a long time, actually. It was about two and a half, three weeks, just staying in London. And London is an enormous city. So my brother and I wanted to get out of the town, you know, to see what else there was. And so we found this bus tour that would take you outside the city. And we would go to really cool places like the Roman baths. We went to Stonehenge. But on our way back, we had stopped in this little town. I don't even know the name of it. It was really, really just a bathroom break because we were on a bus full of other, you know, f- people with travelers. us. Travelers, yes. <laughs> and so we get there and, you know, cobblestone streets, very, very old town. You can just see it in the buildings, how old this town is. So Chris and I wanted to take a look around. So we start walking around and I start noticing this one name pop up everywhere. I actually, it's been a while. I forget the last name, but it was Johnny something. And it was on a plaque outside of school. It was um, on the ground outside a church that had commemorated when this guy had saved people from this church that went up in flames Mm. back 30 years ago. And so I I saw this guy's name everywhere. I was like, wow, he must have just been a a legend. I didn't think anything of it because, you know, like I said, we had just seen the Roman baths and we had just seen Stonehenge. So, yeah. you know, seeing this guy, one guy's Johnny. name, I'm like, yeah, just named Johnny. I'm just like, okay, um, nothing, you know, probably like nothing of it. Right. So we have about uh, like half an hour left and Chris and I are like, let's just go ahead and get a drink before we go. So we go into this bar and there are two people in this bar, which by the way is old bar you could see it in <laughs> the like, walls like, so dark yeah dark dim they're playing um old blues music yeah. through the thing yeah you would have loved it <laughs> it smelled like whiskey and regret <laughs> <laughs> and so the two people were there was this bartender who had an awesome mustache and he's a bigger guy he's cleaning up some glasses and this old man in the corner sitting in the very back of the bar against the wall who had very battered clothes and a very worn face. He had a, a white scruffy beard and, you know, one of those like caps on. Mm-hmm. The, like he just looked so English. And so <laughs> Chris and I are like, well, you know, let's go over by that guy and see if he has anything to say. So we, we sit down and the bartender kind of notices that we're like sitting by him. He's like, oh, what? And so we just start like a conversation with him and we learn 
<laughs> that this guy actually had quite a life. He came up to us and he said, do you see that church out there? And he said, you mean the one we, that we passed on our way to the bar? He's like, yeah, that one. I was the one who saved that church from burning to the ground. And we're like, whoa. And we look at the bartender. It's just like, is this guy for real? And the bartender is looking at us, shaking his head like, yep. And he's like, and you see that school out there? He's like, yeah. I saved those kids when, you know, that, when that fire happened. And I was the one who ran in there and made sure everyone got out. Dang. My voice is still smoky from all those flames. We look at the bartender and he's he guy's continuing telling the story. And the bartender is just shaking his head, cleaning the glass, verifying everything the guy's saying. And he leans over to me, looks me deep in the eyes and says, but you fuck one goat. And you're Johnny the goat fucker. <laughs> Did that happen? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Poor Johnny the goat fucker. Johnny. And it was so funny. Um, he's all these children. Yeah. And he had goers. saved the school, saved a church. But you love a goat. One goat. One goat. One goat. <laughs> One goat. He was messing with someone's goat. That's what happened. The and wrong you're goat. Johnny the goat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of commentary of how society is, too. You know, mm -hmm. you could do a lifetime of do good. all that. And you slip up once. One time. And you're One Johnny goat. the goat fucker. One horse. You're done. Then you're a horse fucker. You're a horse. <laughs> so... That was great. I love that story. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. <laughs> we pray for him. We do. I hope he can get over his reputation. I don't know what he has to do better now. He's saved children and horses and Maybe he churches. has to fuck something else. Yeah, something. Someone, or someone else has got to fuck something. Hmm. Someone's got to out-top him. Wow. Literally. How, how do you out-top that? I mean, do you want to out-top that? I'm just saying for Johnny's sake. For Johnny's sake. For Johnny's sake. Well, that was a great travel story. <laughs> one goat one goat but we do have our own that i want to talk mm. about so we have a travel story to tell together we both experienced in the wild wild west of denver colorado mm -hmm. so to preface this story i'll start off by saying it was the summer of 2020 i feel like that's what people in the 80s say you know it was 85 the summer of 70 the summer of six the summer of 2020 <laughs> summer love Summer of COVID, straight up. But I was decided to take a camping trip west for a couple of weeks, starting in the state of Alabama, where I'm from. And I asked my friends, including Kyle, to meet me in Denver to finish out the rest of the trip. So we go from Denver to Moab, all the way down to who else knows. But we made it back to LA. Mm -hmm. And so his brother Chris found this like cozy little nice Airbnb in the city. Such a nice hostess. Such too. a nice host. He did not invite us. And so I was like, well, Kyle, yeah, he, I, did. he did. Oh. Yeah, he stayed there. Remember oh, that's where we had the oh, scorpion mezcal. Oh yeah. Remember okay, that? I really, I'm so sorry, Chris. I forgot. <laughs> and host. Okay. So, but the first night I found a spot at RV camp next to red rocks, which mm. sounds like such a good time. And I was oh, like, yeah. Kyle, you got to come. You got to come. Mm -hmm. I found a spot. So he decided to join me. I don't know if you want to take the story from here. Well, Marie, 
I do. <laughs> so I remember when we left that Airbnb, the weather was looking pretty questionable. I mean, mm-hmm. there wasn't any kind of strong winds or anything, but it was cloudy and a little windy. And it was like, okay, like there's a storm coming. And we have camped in precarious situations before. So mm-hmm. we're like, oh, what's a little weather? So we learned out that the little weather could be a lot. So <laughs> we set up our tent and we get it down pretty good. We staked it in. We got our stuff in there. High five. Yeah, high five, hugged it out. I think we had like a celebratory tequila shot. Mm-hmm. And then we went over to Red Rocks, which, oh my God, talk about a beautiful amphitheater. I've never seen a show there. I, I've Me w- neither. And we were supposed to see glass animals there. Yeah, we're going to see a show there. Yeah, it was, it's, a, it's <laughs> an amazing venue. And if for those who don't know, it's pretty much they carved out the side of a mountain. Or was it, I guess it's a I'm massive rock. I'm pretty sure it's natural. They okay, just it's carved natural. it in a little bit. Yeah, they bit, carved but, it in a big rock. Yeah. And they just it's an insane amphitheater overlooking yeah. like all of Denver. So check it out. Yeah, if you ever have a chance to go see a live show or comedy show, they do there too. Or just walk around. That's what or we just, did. Yeah, we just walked around. You could totally go on the stage. And yeah, you know, pretend you're the rock star. Pretend like you're the rock star. Yeah, I feel pretty good. Uh, if you want to do leg day, you can run up and down the stairs. Oh yeah, my god, people were running. Yeah, up the I was stairs. like, you, your dedication, and we're just enjoying that view and taking pictures of the red rock. Yeah, pretending like we're rock stars, and we get a call saying that our tent <laughs> was essentially in someone else's campsite, <laughs> and it's completely destroyed. And it's completely destroyed. So we have to go back and we see that they were not lying to us. We had to go back, grab our tent out of these other people's tent site. Awkward. It's like, oh, excuse me. Let me sorry, pick up. Let, let me, me pick up my home. <laughs> sorry, it was in yours. Yeah, sorry, it was in, in and it yours. It looked like yeah, a spider. Like it looked like it broke from the middle or something. It was yeah. like, this, like mangled mess. Yeah, mangled. And it's pr- pretty important to notice that at this point. The winds were starting to pick up a little bit. (laughs) And the thing about Denver is that it's a lot of open land. So when wind goes, it goes. And there's no mountains there to break it up. I chose a campsite that happened to be in a valley in between mountains. Maybe they were. Maybe we were right in that in between. Yeah, we were really in between it all. (laughs) And our tent, we had to literally pick it up, set it up again. And this time the weather was picking up. It was pretty windy. And so we set it up and we're like, okay, you know, it looks good. Let's go, you know, check out something else. Like there was a really cool um, area right before you get into Red Rocks. Mm -hmm. Looks like it had a lot of cool shops. We get another call (laughs) from the same campsite manager (laughs) who we were pretty, we're becoming friends with pretty quickly. quickly. Yeah, we were talking a lot at that point saying that the same thing had happened, (laughs) that our tent had blown away and we needed to come back and fix it and so we're looking at each other on the way back and we're talking like how the fuck are we gonna get this thing to stay because at this point the wind is not calming down no so he comes by to help us out and we hammer this fucking thing into the ground but it's pretty obvious that at this point with the wind being this strong it ain't gonna stay and it's getting dark so we need to figure out something pretty quick. We got a tent, a beautiful tent off OfferUp. Yeah. We had to get a new tent. We did. The other one was absolutely mangled. So I found this guy on OfferUp and we get there and he's just, I don't know if he's high. 
but that motherfucker was high. He was just like, hey, here for a tent. <laughs> and he just like popped him up in his backyards and it was just a beautiful tent. It's a white tent with uh, red trimming and gold. I don't know. I don't know. It's, just, it's a gorgeous tent. Mm-hmm. So we got that. The issue was, the issue, the tent was good. He sold us a tent that had, that had bad poles. And that's when we were setting it up. Yeah. And the winds were picking up. And we were realizing the poles were completely whack. So we still don't have a good tent. Right. <laughs> and But at this point, we can't necessarily, we can't go back. No. Like, right? We bought so a tent. We have, we're in it. We're in it to win it, this tent. So we're at this point where we have to decide to either give up because the storm is blowing. These are winds coming in. It felt like 50 mile an yeah. hour winds just blowing. We could barely even get the tent to go up yeah, because the wind would blow it down and then blow it away. And so we mustered up our strength and <laughs> went, fuck it. We're putting up this goddamn tent right now. And we literally put together this tent against a 50 mile an hour breeze. <laughs> breeze. Finally get this tent to go up. It, Putting up a tent should not take 40 minutes, but with this wind being so hard, we had, we couldn't even like pin it down. It was not supposed to be put up. But for in some 40 context, so what's happening is Kyle is being a motivational speaker to me because at this point I've been <laughs> camping for two weeks and I'm just done. I'm yeah. like, oh my God, this isn't going to work. And he's like, you got it, you got it. So I'm holding the tent up with like my back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kyle is pinning it. Yeah. Meanwhile... Just to make some context, there's a family next door eating dinner oh, yeah. in their RV. <laughs> yeah. So like everyone else is chilling, having dinner, good conversations. <laughs> Kyle and yeah. I are like surviving. We were that entertainment we were, for like, the night. We were surviving against the <laughs> storm and I'm holding it up with my back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one's helping besides the, the camp manager. Yeah. He was so kind. He was. He gave us the uh, some of the pins that we had to use. He gave us new poles and, and new, new poles. Yeah. And, uh, that's where I really learned there is a difference between campsites and RV sites. RV sites are not campsites. I will always remember that. You know, to be fair, I'm pretty sure reception was bad out there. But seeing uh, two idiots set up a tent in the middle of a storm <laughs> must have been pretty goddamn entertaining. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot, especially about how important it is to have good friends around and i have to say you out there have good friends like this too but when we travel especially when we travel when things happen we just make the best of it oh yeah we actually have our best times through those yeah it's funny those those challenging moments are always what brings us closer together it was literally hilarious like i i cannot express enough the the image of me holding (laughs) this tent on my back like i was hunchback Mm -hmm. kyle screaming and then the family was just eating hot dogs like i was like captain of a ship in the middle of a freaking sea <laughs> storm so dramatic it was so dramatic and i can't emphasize enough guys don't camp in an rv site but i will be posting especially with this episode on places i do recommend mm. to camp mm. uh, we have oh. we have a really really mm. good secret spot in moab that was told by us by friends we met in aspen mm-hmm. you were camping next to ancient hieroglyphs yeah and, and you're also camping next to a trail where they found dinosaur bones so I'll, on this episode i'll um, mention some places where my little secret spots that we found along where we went on our camping trip oh yeah that yeah. was so cool seeing those hieroglyphs yeah and like just seeing them etched out yeah and then like there's a remnant of ancient humanity and on that hike that you went on in the morning mm-hmm. on that same trail 
this kid discovers a new dinosaur. Yes. Can it's you imagine if you found Poison that? Poison Spider Trail in yeah. Moab. Mm. It's not in the main park. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if you find that trail, Poison Spider Trail, the camp there's campsites along that that highway. Mm. So I highly recommend it. So yeah, that's our st- camp. What do you call it? The Camp Stormer stories. Uh, yeah, Whatever. yeah, yeah the camp- Stormer campers, the Storm campers, Storm campers, <laughs> <laughs> and we get to say that because mm-hmm. we dealt with it. And if you've camped in a storm, you let can us know say your that story. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Please write in if you mm-hmm. also camped in a storm, or even been on a boat in a storm. Anything with storms, mm-hmm. we're down for. It. Oh, we're down for storms, especially if you have a tornado story. I'm really interested. Uh, in I've never seen a tornado. I'm, but I really, I don't know if I really want to see one up close. Yeah. I want to see someone, see it from far away. Yeah. Yeah. So Make if you have one of those stories. But those are crazy to me. Our next story is actually our last one. This is a story that was written in. It is one of my favorite stories. It just is. I can't explain <laughs> it enough. I, I asked mm-hmm. for this story to come in, mm-hmm. but it's anonymous. I can't say the word. So let's go with that. So it starts when me and my partner... We're passing through my favorite place in Australia, Byron Bay. We are going to a party off the beach. They call them bush doofs there. That's apparently what it's called. Bush doof. Bush doofs. <laughs> Sounds like an bush doof. <laughs> we call someone. Hey, bush oi, doof. Oi, you bush doof. <laughs> you know, <laughs> apparently it's a party. So we had to walk along the beach to get there, which ended up being a lot longer than expected. During this time, it was a bit colder, and we came across a river that flowed into the ocean. There was no way going around it except turn around or go through it. We thought, surely, surely it's not that deep. And we've already walked so far, so let's just try it. And her boyfriend kindly offers to take his pants off and carry me across the river so I don't get wet. When he was taking his pants off, I tried to help and ended up dropping them into the water and my phone into the river. I only saved my phone because the light was on pants were soaked which was the entire point of taking them off at this point we were frustrated and cold but we continued and the river ended up being extremely deep my entire pants were soaked up to my shirt defeating the purpose of him carrying me was already completely soaked so he kindly brought someone across the river on his back with his dick out the entire his dick out the entire time so at this point he's bringing people other party goers it's not just her no so he carried her across with his pants off you know at this point he's already soaked she's already soaked but then they turn around and there's other party goers across the river who are like hey can you help us get across the river so he with his just straight dick out goes it starts walking caravanning people across across the river wow. without his <laughs> I mean like you should see Kyle's face right now I feel like he's not making a reaction I'm That's sorry some basic energy <laughs> his face is very serious okay it was cold and it, we were wet and not even interested in the party at this point until we came across one of the most mag- magical moments I'd ever had in my time in Australia it was a sea of bioluminescent plankton everywhere you could step into it and it would light up blue for a couple feet the waves were bringing heaps of blue, beautiful color into the night. It made this crazy experience all worthwhile. And I believe and felt the same way as well. <laughs> I love how she's talking Was for him. Was his dick glowing blue? <laughs> and it's like, I'm, I know that's like a beautiful end to that story, but I just cannot imagine. <laughs> like, it's four guys. <laughs> like, 
he still has, just has his shirt on. He's not naked. He has his shirt on and he's just like dick out, caravaning people across the okay, cold Imagine being that next person in line be like, well, <laughs> my time to, to jump on this guy's back. I know. I'd be like, you know what, man? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swim. <laughs> oh my God. I would be like, thank you. That is seriously so nice. Yeah, I mean, it is really nice. It is. So, he's a great guy. He is a great guy. It just says a lot about his character. It does. It really does. And his back. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I love that story. It also kind of is like our story where it's chaotic, but it ends. Ours ended in a beautiful sunrise. Yeah. With the mountains. And our dicks were out. You're not. You're not. I. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. My pants were on. Hopefully our pants were on. But at them, they ended on seeing bioluminescent plankton everywhere, which is like they said, she just was describing it. She said it was just everywhere and yeah. the ocean was the waves were coming in and it was tracing the lines of the waves and she said that, that they saw that on the way to the party they haven't even gotten to the best part which was the party so <laughs> the bush doof the bush doof i forgot about all about the bush doof <laughs> so is this guy show up with his pants off at the bush doof because damn that's that's how you that's how you come into a party <laughs> I like it's funny because I know him, so like I'm imagining. Yeah, but it. no one else there does. No. <laughs> so like, like, I am okay. Whoa! Is it that kind of party? Yeah. Everyone starts taking their pants off. They're like, woo, yeah. Naked bush doof. Bush doof. Bush doof party. <laughs> Everyone take off your pants. But it's like that becomes the new thing. Like bush doofs, you can't have your pants. Yeah, on. only your shirt. You have to be like wet and have your pants off. Wow, sounds like a great party. Sounds like a bush doof to me. Should we look up on Meetup for some bush doofs? <laughs> bush doofs. So that's a couple of stories. So we've traveled to Ireland and heard about a goat fucker it was england england yeah the guy was irish Irish guy. yeah, yeah. yeah. we've learned about how, where not to camp but also maybe where to camp mm. and we've like learned that if you're a good person you'll take your pants off and you will walk people on your back to a party to a bush doof and if you don't you're a terrible person and you're just a doof you're a doof no bush just no <laughs> Actually, maybe you're just the bush, but not the do. Yeah, just a straight bush. Yeah, straight bush. <laughs> so those are our travel stories for today. So if you want to be featured, you know, if you want to have your bush tooth story on here. <laughs> 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 send a pic. Send a pic <laughs> first. Mm-hmm. And I will approve. Of your bush tooth. Send a <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Send your uh, Bush Doof stories to culturecultshow at gmail.com. They can be anonymous or you can put on your Twitter, your Instagram. I don't know what you want. Put your name on it. That's culturecultshow. Culturecultshow at gmail.com. So thank you for joining me on our first country, first travel episode together. Ending notes. I know you're in a band, Sokocho. Mm, yeah. Do you have anything you want to say about what's going on with your band? Well, we've got our first EP dropping in February of 2021. One. Okay. <laughs> you're like 29. I was building you know, suspense there. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It's If you like rock and roll with a little touch of modern, then check us out. You can follow us on Instagram. We are Sokocho Music. That's S-O-K-O. J O music. music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like, su- subscribe, check us out on YouTube, and we hope to see you guys at uh, one of our upcoming shows. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Yeah, that was nice. Thanks. You know, he is the ad promoter for his band. So that's also what you could get. And as a musician, I do try to stay tuned. Yeah. Oh, my God. Pun. It's harder than it looks. Oh, we're going to end on that one. 
<laughs> just hate puns y'all <laughs> it's, it's funny because i'm so good at them you're, no, you're really good at them and for the punniest person i know i don't mind them right but before you hated them but i truly did yeah but you're coming around the corner i if there's i will accept yours i will accept yours mm. so you get a pun point sweet mm-hmm. so to end our episode you got to check out our upcoming episode which will be about this is a pretty different vibe it's a very powerful episode Ooh. it's about how far would you go for your freedom and your passions would you risk prison or death for it we're talking about the recent and powerful music revolution in our next country which is libya which Ooh. kyle's brother chris mm-hmm. is going to be talking on that episode with us so it's a bit more serious than picking a dumb camping spot or helping people with your pants off go across a river to a bush doof so thank you for coming kyle or let me come to your house to record this you're welcome anytime anytime and so yeah we'll see you all next time bye cheers